Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about the importance of mindfulness, and then afterwards, I want to give you a walking meditation guidelines so that you can maybe add that in. But first, we'll be talking about the importance of mindfulness. And older episodes that are related to this topic is 228 is two types of walking meditation for anxiety and 585 is calming anxiety with a mindful walk. So you'll see there's a lot of different ways to do walking meditation and a lot of different ways to do mindfulness. And so I have some new information today that we could go over. First off, I want to talk about an article that I will have the link in the show notes for you for uh, looking at the entire thing. But I have a couple of quotes here that I thought we would talk about first about mindfulness. And this is from mindful.org. Like I said, the link will be in the show notes. It's mindfulness, meditation, anxiety. So anxiety is our body's way of saying, hey, I'm experiencing too much stress all at once. This happens to the best of us. But when that feeling of being always on alert becomes background noise and doesn't go away, that's when it's time to seek help. Mindfulness and meditation for anxiety is a growing field that can help you navigate the many ways that anxiety can disorder in your life. So that was from the article. So I want you to pay attention to the fact that the things we're going to talk about today are not diagnosing tools or telling you if you have this or that, you have a disorder as it's mentioned there in the article. I didn't want that uh, word to be stuck in your craw. So there are, are many things that we can do when we have too much stress in our life. And what we need to do is to calm our anxiety and to be able to calm our nervous system. You hear me talk about that all the time. It's something that we would normally fall right back into. But when we are stuck, as it says, what I liked in this little piece of the article was that when we are always on the alert and it becomes background noise that doesn't go away. And I know many of you are understanding exactly what that means. So that's when we need to be working on making a change because our body is not doing it. Our mind is not doing it in its natural way anymore. We need to get some help with calming. So how can we do that? In the article, it mentioned a bunch of different steps. And three of the steps were as follows. Open your attention to the present moment. The invitation is to bring attention to our experience in a wider and more open manner that isn't really involved with selecting or choosing or evaluating, but simply holding. 
becoming the container for your thoughts, feelings, or sensations in the body that are present and seeing if we can watch them from one moment to the next. And the next step is to focus on the breath. Let go of that wide screen and to bring focus that's much more concentrated and centered, narrower on breathing in one region of our bodies. That could be the breath in the belly or the chest or the nostrils or anywhere that the breath makes itself known and keeping that more concentrated focus. And thirdly, bringing your attention to the body, move out to become aware of sensations in the body as a whole, sitting with the whole body, the whole breath. Once again, we move back to the wider and spacious container of attention for our experience. So you can see there are some ways that you can begin to just use your breath to see where you are at, to get wide with your attention and to get narrow with your attention. Now, mindfulness, this is from the article again. Mindfulness is not a panacea. It's not the right choice for everyone. But according to some research, when you can create a little space between yourself and what you're experiencing, your anxiety can soften. But if you get too used to that low rumble of stress always being there, it can gradually grow, creating a stress habit that is detrimental to your health and well-being. Consequently, when we get caught up in patterns of reactivity, we create more distress in our lives. This is why it's so important to discern clearly the difference between reacting with unawareness and responding with mindfulness. That's the end of the quote from the article. And that is exactly what we want to be paying attention to. Are we reacting with unawareness or are we responding with mindfulness? This is what we need to be noticing and correcting ourselves on. And it is a lifelong process. So don't think you have to have it all done in one fell swoop here. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off 
oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Back to the article. It says mindfulness helps you learn to stay with difficult feelings without analyzing, suppressing, or encouraging them. When you allow yourself to feel and acknowledge your worries, irritations, painful memories, and other difficult thoughts and emotions, this often helps them dissipate. Mindfulness allows you to safely explore the underlying causes of your stress and worry. By going with what's happening rather than expending energy fighting or turning away from it, you create the opportunity to gain insight into what's driving your concerns. Mindfulness helps you create space around your worries so they don't consume you. When you begin to understand the underlying causes of your apprehension, freedom, and a sense of spaciousness naturally emerge. I hope that you guys can feel that, that the mindfulness is this beautiful place for us to be able to explore and safely explore the causes of our stress and worry. We don't have to be afraid of like that, be thinking about it's going to make us more stressed out. With mindfulness, we are actually in a safe place to explore it and be able to go with what's actually happening. Now, again, the link to that whole article is in the show notes if you'd care to read more about it. Remember, one of the easiest places to practice mindfulness beyond sitting meditation is walking meditation. So let's talk about the walking meditation. I have a little bit here that I saw from an article from mindful.org again, walking meditation, and I will have a link to that whole article in the show notes. This is from the article. Walking meditation is not about getting somewhere on foot. Instead, you are being with each step, fully here, where you actually are. You're not trying to get anywhere, even to the next step. There is no arriving other than continually arriving in the present moment. With walking, we have the opportunity to be in our bodies in a somewhat different way than when sitting or lying down. We can bring our attention to our feet and feel the contact of the foot with the floor or the ground with every step. Walking is a controlled falling forward process. It took us a long time to master and one that we will often take completely for granted, forgetting just how wondrous and wonderful it is. So when the mind goes off, as it will do in walking meditation, just as with any other practice, we take note of where it has gone, of what is presently on our mind, and then gently escort it back to this moment, this breath, and this step. Now, you might be asking, how long should you do this process, right? Well, I want to say I've done a lot of walking meditation in my life. And since you're not going anywhere, you want to minimize where you are 
and how your attention might be grabbed by other things, such as you don't want to be out on the street or even at a park uh, where there might be loose dogs or something because you might get distracted. But if you have a quiet backyard or somewhere in your home that you can do it, you can do it by just counting out 10 paces. You'll go that distance forward and then you just turn around and come back and you do it back and forth, back and forth. This is not about being out in the environment and looking at the trees, although you're not looking at your feet either, but it is a great way for you to just have really coming into your body and with each step. It's amazing how you can actually begin to feel your mindfulness when you are doing the walking meditation. So the other question that comes up often is how fast should I walk? And so You don't need to worry about going at any particular speed. You will actually find it when you start really slowing down, it becomes difficult because we're so used to walking very quickly. And once we start going slow, we can feel our foot and how it actually makes the entire movement. We go right through the whole foot with it. And That's way we can stay mindful as we are going slow because we need to actually be concentrated. We need to be right there. And we don't want to uh, abandon where we are at by walking off somewhere or that's why we just want to pace out our 10 paces and then walk slowly back and forth. And this is a formal walking meditation, which I have talked about in other episodes. So you can check those out too. But again, I want to remind you that it is difficult to go slow. So if you start feeling wobbly, just smile and know that that is part of the process. Just be there with it and maybe speed it up just a little bit more so that you're not wobbly. This is a beautiful way for you to feel what it feels like to be mindful. The walking meditation, your mind is still going to travel. Once you get the hang of what you're doing, your mind is going to travel. But then you, what do you say, where am I bringing it back to? I'm bringing it back to each step in the present moment, just like we would do with our breath. But for some people, the act of doing the walking and bringing the attention back to each step is much more powerful. I hope that you will check it out. And if you wanted more from that article, that will be in the show notes for you. And I, I hope that you will also know that the article was from one of my favorite authors of healing is John Kabat-Zinn. And the article actually came from his book, Falling Awake, How to Practice Mindfulness in Everyday Life. And I would suggest that book for you if you are interested. That will be, that link will be in the show notes also. He, again, is one of my favorite authors when it comes to mindfulness and healing. So if you want to Check out the other shows we have available. Those will be in the show notes. That is number 228, Two Types of Walking Meditation for Anxiety, and number 585, Calming Anxiety with a Mindful Walk. I hope this show has been helpful, and I really do hope that you will give walking meditation and mindfulness a try. And now for today's quote. Wherever you go, There you are. And that's from John K.
Cabot Zen. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 